Kurdistan exists, and yet it doesn't. It's a country, and yet it isn't. It has a soul, though, and a culture, and that's a start. And if that soul, that culture, is to be found anywhere, it is found here in Suleymaniyah, a city of more than a million in the northeast of Iraq. Suleymaniyah deserves its place in the sun. It is a city where first impressions can mislead. A minister has a past as a prisoner. A man in a suit has a past as a painter. A painter has a past as a fighter. It is a city of men with hair gel and women with hair extensions, of pool halls and tea shops, nighttime food stalls and daytime bazaars, art galleries and museums where the violent past meets the hopeful future, where the memories of battles won and lost must be told and retold to new generations. Suleymaniyah has always been a city. It didn't start as a village, then grow. It emerged fully formed, a home for artists and professionals, a magnet that drew generations of poets and performers, engineers and lawyers, those who saw it as a more liberal, more creative place to call home. That home is changing. Looking down on the city from halfway up the Goisha Hills, the place where the young and free spend their Friday nights, the spread of Suleymaniyah, beyond the ring road, out into the plains, is clear to see. More than two centuries on from its birth, it is still the place to go. For day-trippers from Kirkuk looking for the freedom to wear their own clothes, to entrepreneurs from Erbil stifled by a city more conservative and less exciting. It is the artists in their studios, the would-be hip-hop stars making music videos, the poets, the filmmakers, the journalists who give Suleymaniyah its life and its spirit its culture and its soul. This is the place where Kurdistan exists, whether the rest of the world wants it to or not. For Monocle, in Suleymaniyah, I'm Steve Bloomfield.